This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little fruitcakes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to the first Allison Rosen is your new best friend of 2014. Although it is not and like the first official Allison Rosen is your new best friend episode because it is going to be an abbreviated Happy New Year message that is much longer than a message but shorter than a full episode. Okay, first of all, need to explain everyone who's here. But I said hello, my little fruitcakes, and I need to first get off my chest. I feel like fruitcake gets a bad rap. And I think it's okay. You guys? Well, actually, let me just say, we're all here. Gary's here. Hi. Matt. Yeah, fruitcakes are cool. Chris. Happy New Year. Jenna. Hey! Yeah, I feel like so... fruitcakes are fine, but I feel like Hello My Little Fruitcakes could easily be misconstrued. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I almost called could. them My Little Figgy Puddings. Oh, Maybe that works. That's Hello, Hello My Little Figgy Puddings. No, you gotta stick to your guns, but when you said Hello My Little Fruitcakes, I'm like, what? Yeah. I yeah, I was just trying to go for the I was trying <laughs> I to go for the seasonal dessert. I can't say yeah. that at, at the local bar. Yeah, you go down to the Abbey and you pull that off, you're going to get punched. Oh, is that what fruitcake suggests? Yeah. Fruitcake is is a it's a like, derogatory term that to suggest someone's something sexual. Um, like if yeah. I was like, "Hello my little flaming other dessert?" No. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Not to call someone yeah. a fruitcake is a to flaming, say you are gay. Like yeah. a flaming fruitcake. It is. Would be bad. I didn't catch it in that context, but right. it is. I knew that's not what you meant, right? But it did make my head twitch a little bit, like, huh? huh? Now I feel bad. You shouldn't, because <laughs> you were ignorant. We know you didn't. Mean I should because I was ignorant. I feel. No, I'm sorry. Like, don't feel bad. <laughs> you know, no, no, I know. You know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're let's oblivious. Just, let's just. I'm so glad that we are starting off 2014 it's with great. this with this particular bang. Um, question: <laughs> Is it potentially offensive enough that I should actually re-record it? No, right? No. Not given this conversation. No. Yeah, no. Okay. It's clear. I think it's clear to everyone in this room that you're not putting on. I didn't even think about it till he said it. It was really just a holiday carb. Well, and then you <laughs> asked if you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Fruit a cake. holiday carb that I feel like is kind of yeah. And this is going to be a poor choice of words. Kind of become um, the butt of the joke. You know, because people are always complaining about <laughs> fruitcake. And I am just saying... We record, Gary. When, I, when I've had fruitcake, I've thought, it's not that bad. I've right. never had it, so I oh, can't you haven't? Is it because in. the people always say how bad it is? Yes. It's not... I mean, it's not good for you. It's, it's really fattening, actually. Well, what's the difference between, like, a fruitcake and, like, a tart? Oh, boy. A okay. fruit tart? We don't even have time. <laughs> okay. Oh. I think that's a legitimate question to be asking right now. I don't. Why? Are you asking? <laughs> Wait, are you? Are you is making that a, a serious joke? question? Don't, trying to be you funny? Know, nobody answer him. What nobody answer him. All right, right, let now. him live with that. I think that he meant it seriously. <laughs> I don't care. I think he did too. But I, at the same time, I've seen that look on his face before, and I think that deep down he knows that's a joke, and he's trying to stir shit up. Are you? Let's just move on, people. Nobody, look at that smile. Nobody he hasn't broken nobody the smile once. <laughs> I don't care if he knows or not. He doesn't deserve the answer. All right. 
Moving on. By the time you hear this, you've had probably a crazy, wild New Year's Eve, or maybe you had a wholesome New Year's Eve where you stayed in. Yeah, we should be using a softer voice because they're probably very hungover listening to us. I'm still hungover. Yeah. And I'm wondering, what are your New Year's resolutions if you made any? And first, I would like to share a story that was kind of a wake-up call to me, um, a wake-up call in terms of, wow, what kind of asshole am I, actually? So, um, and and... Matt knows about this. Uh, we were getting ready to do the Adam Carolla show, and a woman came in, and Matt, you um, like said hi to her, and then brought her into the studio briefly, and said, "This is a fan. Her name's Amy." Um, and I and and I think Brian and I both were like, "Oh hey," but not, "Oh hi, how are you doing? Let me shake your hand or anything." It was just the, like the, this like very distant hi kind of thing that <sighs> apparently we do when fans come in. Um, and then it turned out – it was a whole long thing. If you listen to the Adam Carolla show, you know. It turned out that that was Amy Landecker who is an actress who was in A Serious Man and she's been in a ton of other stuff. And we didn't realize that's who it was. Adam thought she was a publicist. And she made a joke about like, well, if you want to know how you guys really feel about publicists, wow, I can tell you. Because I think she felt like we were all not very friendly. But it really made me th- – It I just – I did a small amount of soul searching afterwards thinking – why is it that I would treat someone who's a stranger so differently than I would treat someone who was introduced as a celebrity? What does that say about me? Nothing good. I'll tell you the answer. Okay. It's because you've done enough interactions with fans after live shows that you know you can't really get into something with a fan three minutes before the Adam Carolla show is about to start. That's true. I like that. That's 100% justifiable. Like, I, would, I will 100% back that up because it's like if you were to be like oh hi how's it going what's your name like what do you do that potentially leads to a seven minute conversation that has adam kicking them out right as he says you know let's go dawson and then you're frazzled like you were trying to get the news ready and make sure you had your shit together that's true i oh i i like this i hope it is well, the real 100% reason true because i never considered that which is that anytime i'm at this studio this being the adam Carolla or the Corolla digital studio I'm never just kicking back, killing time. Well, plus, let's point out, you were in the actual studio, right. sitting in your chair in front of your mic, waiting to go. I yeah. think it would have been slightly different. You would have still been a little more guarded because when someone introduces themselves as a fan, it's different than... That's what it is. And that's the part that I feel like what's going on. It's true. If someone introduces... If I'm introduced to someone and they are a fan or someone comes up to me as a fan, I instantly, even though I want to be friendly, I instantly have my guard up. Well, and I think yeah. that's just natural, but it's still... When when juxtaposed with how I would have acted if it's like, oh, this is Amy. She was in this movie. Da, da, da. It makes me feel like some kind of worm. You're putting too much emphasis on that. I think that if you'd been introduced as this is Amy. She's an actress who's here to observe. You would have known, okay, this isn't – and all listeners, please take this in the right, spirit this is it's the part, intended. Yes. This is not a crazy fan who feels like she knows me, who is going to try to engage me in conversation for as long as physically possible. This is someone who's here sort of working – Right. We can have a nice exchange, talk to each other momentarily, and then I can get back to work and she'll go back to what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas fans feel like they know you because they listen to you every single day and they have an intimate relationship and that's a different dynamic. Right. But I love that. Yeah. It's, that's great. But it's great after right, it, the show. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. Right. At, like you were – you did right, like even... really nice meet and greets in Sacramento and Fresno after the show. Right. In defense of me, even before the show, when David Wilde is here, I'm always like hesitant or not always, but you most of the time I'm 
I don't have the time to really talk. And I am hesitant to really get into a conversation if I have to do the news. So, yeah, that's what I was saying is that most of the time when I'm here, I'm not in a position to just shoot the shit with anybody. But right. people coming in aren't aware of that. In fact, this was something when I used to work in an office, when I used to work in a magazine, I always felt like there should be some kind of indicator on your desk that it indicates whether you're like totally in the middle of something, concentrating on something versus just sitting there and open to someone coming up and talking to you. Because so often someone comes up and ta- is, talks to you and you're like, I totally cannot listen to what you're saying right now. And instead you just looked at, look at them with this freaked out look in your eyes. And I think what everyone started doing was just putting headphones on. And then it became the most unfriendly office ever. Everyone is exchanging looks, which is making me feel like I come up to people all the time and try to talk when they're busy. No, no, no. Chris and I are exchanging looks because he does that to me pretty often. All the time. We talked about this on a very early Thursday gang episode, which is the, are you busy right now? Yeah. That's the yeah. placard that you're describing would uh, would override that right, question right. every time. Because you don't even want that question because the answer is yes, you're busy. Yeah. Right. It's usually no fucking shit, I'm busy, actually. Yeah. That's how I refer to answer that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still ask him. Yeah. Um, so prior to Gary uh, justifying you big-timing Amy Landecker um, – <laughs> What was going to be your New Year's resolution? Oh, well, I don't really I, I don't really have one, but I'm wondering if it should be, hey, be less of a bitch. I think you should, <laughs> I think you should big time more celebrities. Or it should be that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> I have thought before that this is not really like New Year's resolution territory, but I've realized that I need to approach meeting fans differently because when people come up to me after a show and want to take a picture with me and talk to me I I want I wish I could be in the moment more like I wish I could be like this like I am connecting with each individual person who's coming up and this is someone who appreciates what I do and and but instead sometimes I feel like I'm almost floating outside of myself watching it all happen I think because it's just so surreal and I'm sure that or I mean I'd like to think that maybe I'll get to a point where it's like oh yeah this is just what happens to me at a show or this is just what happens to me people come up to me and this is normal but it still feels very surreal to me um, even though I'm, I, I've gotten more used to it but it's like it's a that's a weird dynamic I mean I love it though if you see me out you know, people will tweet me and they'll say that they saw me and they didn't want to bother me or whatever and it's like no if you see me feel free to say something to me I do like it um, but I wish that I I yeah like I said I wish I could be more in the moment somehow um, maybe in general that should be my New Year's resolution to just be more in the moment that's very uh, hippie-ish and zen yeah. um, that's a good one though yeah maybe create more happiness in your life overall Yes, I like that. At one point, it was to be better with names because I realized I've let myself get pretty bad at names. In And what I mean by that is when someone tells me their name, I feel like it doesn't even go in. Like if I'm meeting – because I have a good memory. I should be able – I should be really good at this. Yet if I meet six people a second later, I don't know what any of their names are because I didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, or because you're already thinking about something else or you're thinking about like what what's going to happen next. Uh, it's it's hard to remember names. Um, yeah. So you, you should just do the repeat the name thing like – Oh, hi, Steve. Nice to meet you. I should. And but I don't. That nice. could be like kind of weird though. Like, hi, Steve. Nice to meet you. Hi, Amy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> well, I think also my go-to question usually if I'm meeting someone is what's your name? If if I don't know their name and I'm, you know, just like sort of to break the ice. No, no, no. So you, I especially should should say it back. You could. Yeah. Well, th- instead of saying nice, hi, n- excuse me, how, hi, yeah, nice I, to yeah, meet I you know. or uh, what's your name, you would just introduce yourself. Even if they already know, like I always just go, oh, well, hey, uh. I'm Chris. Yeah. Smart. 
I say, hey, oh, hi, I'm Allison. And then I catch myself. I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess and you they know that. And then that sounds tell, like a oh, real jerky that. thing to say. <laughs> no, always just intru- it, it, it never hurts to introduce yourself even if they already know. But if they don't tell you their name after you, if I say, hi, I'm Chris. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to know you. You don't you didn't tell me your name back. But um, after a show, isn't it really overwhelming to have like so many people introducing themselves? Because like, it I is, mean, yeah. for me, like it w- even doing stand up, like when you headline and you have to say hi to everybody afterwards, it's like. You want to say hi to everybody and you want to, like, be nice, but then you also, like, want to be able to say hi to everybody and move right. it along. Yeah, it's a very so unnatural think, yeah, I think, setting. I don't think you sound like you're mean at all. I think it's like you're just right. doing your best. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. But – Yeah. Um, Jay Moore, the first time I met Jay Moore, he came in here. It was when we used to do the podcast back in the other studio. Uh-huh. and He, he – well, one thing I noticed because it's the first time I met him, he memorized everybody's name in the whole building. Wow. Yeah, so he was going, he memorized Dawson's dog's name. He memorized everybody's name and would just like come up to you and just talk to you. It, it just, makes you it feel was really, really interesting. good. It does. Yeah. It was, it was just like like we all noticed and we're like, wow, he actually he actually remembered our names. That's interesting because he's texted me a few times and I don't think I'm outing him in any bad way right. to ask what various people's names are. Yeah. But that just reveals that it's important to him to know people's names. Yeah. Right. No, he he makes the effort <laughs> sure. and that that shows. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard, especially since I realized the other day everyone I know has like one of four names. Everyone's either <laughs> yeah. Mike. I don't. I don't. Yeah, Mike. If you Chris, when in doubt, Matt. say Mike. Right. I I don't have a lot of outlier names in my pool of people. I have one Trevor, one mm. Dustin. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, everyone is one of you guys <laughs> plus Mike. I told Gary I've been pushing for Topher for a while, and nobody's nobody's biting. That's just awful. Okay. See, I mean, no it's offense, hard to unlearn Topher, Chris, Chris and yeah. wait to call you, you know, Topher. Actually, no, I'm, 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 I'm Topher. <laughs> you know that that's what Topher comes from. It's a shortening of the end of Christopher. It's a it's a second half of Chris. Oh, Christopher. I had I no idea that. about that until the Autumn Corolla show a couple weeks ago oh. when it came up. Yeah. But I see. Yeah, no, no one allowed Chris nobody, to do that. My, oh. Back home, my friends way, don't even really right know know me as Chris. It's Loxy. Everyone knows there was Loxy. that's that's cute too. So Gary just pointed out Matt Crack the other day. <laughs> I've been yeah, dying to point it out. Uh, I've been dying to point it out for shows. Now, why would you? Why would when you he, point it out? When he I sits could, in these chairs, his shirt scoots up in such a manner that the Matt Crack is wildly apparent. He wears only very short him. shirt sometimes. Well, the other day, it's true. Topher <laughs> yelled at me. Thank you. How are you not seeing this? Because Chris was like Ben. I mean, not Chris. Sorry. Now, see, the names yeah, are all messed up. Uh, you, can, you can go back to Chris. It's fine. Okay, good. It feels better. So, and then Thanks, Chris Topher. is like, how are you not seeing this? And I didn't know what he was talking about because Matt was bending over near me or doing something in the refrigerator. Yep. Apparently, I'd been flashing the Matt crack for a long time, but I didn't even know. You notice. must have very narrow vision because that should have taken up about 80% of your vision <laughs> from where you were standing. I remember it was right outside here. Yeah. I'm, I'm still amazed that after this long of it being pointed out to you, you haven't seen it because I noticed that shit well before I knew that it was a thing. Jenna, have you seen it? I haven't. That's, I think I maybe it. only men notice no, it. No, I feel like Jenna's just only well, here, only here in the yeah, studio. It's very and right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's where I don't Matt's see doing a lot of the wandering mm-hmm. around. Well, if you guys check your programs, there's going to be shows at 4.30, 7.30, and 10.45. <laughs> that's, the late, that's the late show. But I, feel, I just think that this might be something that guys might be more aware of, actually. I think it's I something that why. my friends yeah. are specifically aware of. <laughs> what does your girlfriend say? Oh, she she has pointed it out a couple times, but she's not really like on the same level that that Gary and all my other buddies are. I've seen Adam well, react to it. You have? Yeah, yeah. He just 
he he would Matt would be in his office like reaching for something, and he would just Adam would just walk up and ha- like, hey Matt, I'm gonna need you, t-, and he'll stop and just like look at us like, <laughs> are you guys serious? Like do the one two like back and forth like, does anybody else see this? And he just he's he laughs, but he thinks it's really funny too. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, everybody, everybody's seen it. <laughs> and we decided the reason this happens because you have high butt crack. Yeah, and I, tiny I think underwear right. and tiny underwear. <laughs> Uh, I was talking via Twitter with the super fan Giovanni, uh-huh. and he said that I think he I don't know if he admitted himself to having a mat crack, but he did allude to the fact that maybe it's like a flat butt thing, and if you got a flat butt, then your pants will kind of slide down a little yeah. bit more. So he had said flat butts unite, and I kind of liked that. Gary and Chris, do you feel that you have shapely derrieres? I have feel like butt. I know how to properly wear a belt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on your like head like Quail Man, right? Listen, I don't have any beef with Matt having the Matt crack going on here, and I don't think any of his friends do. I think the reason that Matt Matt referenced that it's his friends who are pointing it out, we all use communal furniture, bro. Your 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 right. butt touches stuff. That's the what crack makes is them all nervous. over the couch and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I had to take a nap on the couch today, and I'm not sure if I have pink eye yet. <laughs> oh. All right. Does anyone else have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I would like to create. New revenue streams for myself. That's my goal. I make money doing this job and this job only. Try to thicken your streams? Try to think in terms of streams, yes. No, but I look at a lot of successful people around me, namely one Adam Carolla, and that guy makes money 15 different ways. And I've read lots of books about making money and getting wealthy, and part of it is a mentality, and the other part is assets. And I have basically none. So I would really like this year, if it just means monetizing my own podcast, sorry, uh, finishing and maybe selling a script or something, I would love to just be able to make money in more than one way. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Adam, Adam has discussed that with me. Um, he's, he told me the secret to getting rich. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. You know when he gives us our little talks on the back. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. What, are you, what are you referring little, to? He's done what? Um, well, anyways, he sat me down. He's just like, hey, Chris, I'm going to tell you the secret to getting rich right now. And he's like, just treat your life like an irrigation system. Or it's just one long tube and just little outlets of water just coming out constantly to where it just never ends. Like the water will never end, and and that that way until and then something about ma- make money in your sleep. That's Jenna I and I both don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> we're both like, what? This is my Maybe it's an irrigation metaphor. Yeah. It's an irrigate. Think of think of your your money like your income as an irrigation system where there are little like like an irrigation system is like one long pipe. Right, with little holes coming like coming out of sides. Uh-huh. So it's like each each hole is its own thing that's making money, and it'll always just keep the stream flowing where it's always coming out. This is this is his analogy, not mine. Did and this help you? <laughs> or were you like, wait, I need to look up how irrigation not, works? I, only, I still make the same amount of money now, but he's just he's just a do it. Just keep keep poking holes in it and getting as much money in different ways as po- in different places as possible until you're making money in your sleep. And making money in your sleep, meaning like Mangria sells while he sleeps? Yeah. So just – yeah, that's how I said that's a secret to getting rich is make money in your sleep. I don't know. I just Matt, – Matt said that he wanted to figure out different ways and, I, and, he's, and he used Adam as an example and that's an example Adam gave no, me. No, that's true though. I Like at first it didn't make sense but 
when oh, I no, think I about it, a lot of things I say don't make but, sense. But no, it's this one actually is not on you. When I think about it, I think what that means perhaps is like I don't really make money in my sleep because I make money from things that I do while I'm awake. Like if I'm not recording a podcast, I'm not earning. M- well, actually, there in some ways I am, but I mean, for the most part, it's from my labor that money is happening. Thus, if I'm sleeping, I'm not laboring. I think he's saying create things that just go without you. Well, right. right. I, like he I, makes money. Like he could be asleep while I'm recording this, and he's making money. Right. No, yeah. but I mean. I mean, you to a certain extent you can make money while you're asleep. If somebody goes and clicks on Cherry's Berries while you're asleep and orders using your code, that's technically you making money while you right. sleep, even though you recorded it while you were awake. That's true. I mean, I think that's what he means is have things out there where there is potential for you to make money even after you've done the thing. Mm-hmm. That okay. makes sense. Yes, because mm-hmm. he spends a lot of time on Mangria when he was awake to get to the point where he can go to sleep and people can order that shit. Yeah. Right. All right. So, Matt, your goal is to make money? Yeah, to make <laughs> to make a lot more money, actually. That would be really nice. Chris? Nice. Um, try, uh, not as, be as uh, late. Maybe, actually, I'm not oh, really that late that mine. much. But it's, that it's should be mine, too. But it's more as uh, I'd, I'd like to be early. Can't have it, Allison. That's Chris's. More often. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. I can't Sorry. have that one. Oh, no, they can share. Wait, so that, that means <laughs> I can't make up, money, too? More money? Uh, <laughs> only me. <laughs> that, yeah, just it's not... I'm, I'm usually on time, but um, I'd like to be early, kind of like Dr. Drew, how he's always early. Uh, that's kind of inspiring. And uh, I'd like t- to not use the word like as much as I do. That's a good one, too. Um, unless I'm using – like, unless I'm making an analogy or something. See, in the time thing, <laughs> Adam has been a bad influence. I should have adopted Drew's approach. Because I used to show up for anything that involved performance. I would show up so far ahead of time. And then after riding with Adam to various shows where you roll in like five minutes before, I realized, oh, this makes it – this is easier and you avoid traffic. And then somehow that's just trickled – it's irrigated my entire life of being (laughs) late. Um, So Drew always arrives early? Drew has called me probably ten times and said I'm running late for like let's say a 10 a.m. show. The latest he's ever been is 9.55. If he's not early, he's late. What, What time does he want to be there? Oh, he typically shows up 20 to 30 minutes early. He's gotten here before we even open up the studio. He'll just be waiting in his car outside and I'll have to unlock everything and let him in. Interesting. Smoking crack in the parking lot. Mm. See, any television thing, I always want to arrive pretty early. But that's a whole different thing. That's a thing. Yes, right. You have to look, yeah, on camera. Yeah. Well, yeah, so those are mine. (laughs) All right. Those are good. Jenna? Oh, you don't have to have one. Well, I know. The problem is I always have like a billion and then. It's usually a letdown, but this year I've mine's kind of too big, kind of like like uh, Matt's here, where it's like I want to see more success in all the things that I'm doing. So like you know I got a lot of projects here and there, and I have some fun stuff happening this year, hopefully. But I'd like to see them all be as successful as I hope. So I have a lot of work to do, pretty much. All right. But I want to see more success. I want to do some more stand up. Yeah. I want to. Mm, is there any talents I want to develop? Magic. Magic. Yo-yo. Lots of Banjo. magic. Lots of yo-yo. I don't know. Can you I think just no. I am not that coordinated. Oh. That's a sad thing. Take more classes. I don't know. Pretty much, I just want to. I just want to keep honing in on the talents that I'm working on now. See more success. That's what I want. Chris, do you juggle? No, I wish. I could. I could juggle for about probably. 10 seconds before they go all over the place. I'm still figuring it out. 10 seconds is a pretty long time. Yeah, that seems like a really long time. I can hold my own to where I can impress you for the first couple seconds before you realize I have no idea what I'm doing. You ever gotten a girlfriend? Through juggling? Yeah. Not yet. 
How many, <laughs> how many balls like that? That's, that's three balls. Three balls, okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. He, Are Chris you plays is juggling your second sack. thing? No, I can't oh, okay. juggle. But uh, Chris and I played hacky sack, which is like shared juggling. We've hacked the sack here. Shared juggling. <laughs> hacked the sack, bro. Hacked. I know uh, the um, the fundamentals of juggling, but I don't think I could do it. It's all in the throw. Yeah. Gary, New Year's resolution? I plan to focus on my needlepoint. <laughs> Classic. See, that's a good one. Yeah. That is. You're going to be so zen. You're, you're going to be just... You know, can I request it helps a with pillow? Hand-eye coordination. Can I request a pillow? Yes, but I get to choose what I put on it. Fine. Deal. You don't <laughs> see a lot of needlepoint anymore. No. Do you? Like, I'm sure there's a whole lot of people who are into it. I don't know where they are. Utah. <laughs> One of them's in Newport. <laughs> Is that your mom? Yeah. <laughs> what What store does she go to to purchase her crafting stuff? It's on 17th, right by Tummy Stuffers. I can't remember what it's called. But <gasps> tummy what's Stuffers? What's Tummy Stuffers? It's an amazing uh, sandwich place in Newport. Mm, that sounds good. Orange County areas um not joanne's no 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 it's this is like a special niche uh (laughs) needlepoint store where they do like classes and i think she's kind of calmed down now but for a minute her and all of her friends would go on like thursday night to like needlepoint class which is really like (laughs) wine class right and uh yeah fun sounded like fun for them you're going to have to sneak a surreptitious photo of the i assume she has like a needlepoint basket or a whole needlepoint closet or cabinet or something. A, I believe it's a bag. But yeah. How We're going to need to see some of What's it. the average age of the clientele there? You know, I didn't go with her much. <laughs> oh. But uh, her and, like, <laughs> I would say that we, in her little group of the Thursday night class, it's late 50s. What? Basically, all the kids out of the house, the husband's not necessarily retired, going to go needlepoint type thing. Mm, get away, get away from the world for a little bit. It's what you do after your knitting phase, I think, because I think young people knit. I crocheted for like five minutes, or maybe it's a lifestyle, and then I quit. I get a couple beanies uh, every every year for my friends who are in it. Ugh, yeah, it's not my thing. It's hot here. A beanie would be the worst. Do yeah. you wear the beanies? I wear them every once in a while. I'll wear one. I'll wear one this week so you could see it. All right, nice. thank you. <laughs> there you go. Well. Those are our New Year's resolutions, sort of. And I'm wondering, what are your guys' New Year's resolutions? You can tweet us and tell us. You can follow me on Twitter, at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed, at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Um, you could email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, at Adam Carolla. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Start the year off on the right foot with that. You need this. Uh, you can get it by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone from the iTunes store. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because you have all sorts of new year, new year, new you things to buy, um, click through the banner on my website at uh, allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. And I'd like to point out, anyone who got um, Amazon gift cards over New Year's, when you like assign that to your account, still make sure that you go back and click through Allison Rosen, because even if you're using someone else's money, it still helps us out. Thank you. Yes, that is true. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Um, you can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. For Matt, go to... Therewillbespoilers.com. Uh, I haven't uh, recorded an episode since we last did this. It's not going to be about movies, but I don't know what the topic is. So you'll just have to see yourself. Maybe this year it will be There Will Be Money. M&M's coming up soon. Yeah, There Will Be M&M is coming up with Gary. (laughs) We're going to do that one soon. I'm looking forward to that. And I got Jenna, you have not been on my show. I've gotten everyone else on that. There will be non-committal makeout parties. Nick Moe's. Oh. 
right, maybe Nick we'll do that Mose. then. Chris, for you, where should we go? Um, just check out Matt Fondelier. His big things coming this year, I think. Thanks, so Chris. Keep an eye out on him. And Jenna, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Jenna Kim Jones. <laughs> You're right. We need to figure this out. Do me last. <laughs> See, well, yeah, I it know, makes it's hard to me sound that. like a You're real right. jerk. And I don't mean I don't mean for that. Follow me, Chris. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> You can follow Jenna. I, I could do you. You can follow Jenna at Jenna Kim Jones Aww. on Twitter, or you can go to JennaKimJones.com. Too kind. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a great very beginning of the year, um, and we're excited for you to listen to us this year, and I love you guys. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Digital.